Hello, my name's Heather and this is my posh boyfriend Max. Hello. And this is our podcast, Posh Things My Boyfriend Says. Hello and welcome to episode five. Uh, to everyone who's joining us again, welcome back. Thanks very much for all the listens. And for anyone who's new, welcome. This is the podcast where we explore uh, what it's like to be posh in 2020 in England and to date somebody who's not, uh, or vice versa. Or the reverse, <laughs> or yeah. Or the reverse. <laughs> um, now, as always, we've had some wonderful messages coming in. Um but we've been talking, haven't we, that actually we've lost perhaps a little bit of focus on what this podcast was really about. We're getting down all sorts of weird and wonderful rabbit holes to do with wet peas and stuff. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so we thought we'd bring it back for episode five. And we've built and we've specially prepared a quiz. Quiz time. Woo, quiz time. This is yet another new segment, one that we're going to try try out and see if it's worth sticking with. I'm convinced that you just like inventing new segments just so that you can get on the keyboard and invent a new jingle. I mean, that <laughs> <laughs> might be partially true. But fantastic jingle to one side. This is uh, a custom-built quiz that you listeners can play along with at home. You just need a pencil and a bit of paper. Um it, we're sort of we've roughly sketched one out haven't we we're kind, covering kind of but some of the questions are a surprise for me so you will get the um candid reaction that uh, yeah i was about to say virgin reaction which is mm. such an odd phrase <laughs> let's not dwell on that let's instead start the quiz <laughs> uh so this week's topic for the quiz is sport uh, and we did have a listener who's canadian that actually wrote in that helped spark the idea Sport, the relative poshness or commonness of different sports, e.g. rugby, posh, football, common, where does cricket sit? I'm not sure how that's determined. So we thought that was a brilliant launching off point and we have prepared this little quiz. And the first th uh, place we want to start is horses. <laughs> and by the way, the rules of the quiz, I mentioned you play along at home. Keep a track of which any of these questions your answer is yes or no to and we'll tot up the score at the end. Okay. Um, so this is like doing one. a Cosmo Girl quiz when I was like 13. Like if Perfect. you get mostly A's, you're posh. If you're this is it. getting this is mostly it. C's, you're a chav. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Perfect. So there we go. So Heather's encapsulated the concept perfectly for everyone there. Um, have you ever ridden a horse yes have you i have when um twice once when i was on holiday in the costa del sol mm -hmm. we'll come back to holiday quizzes yeah uh, time. <laughs> um and the last time was at my friend's house so she uh, popped me on a horse perfect i was appropriately terrified <laughs> thought uh trotting was basically like i was running in a steeplechase at aintree and then promptly got off perfect okay well actually mine's very very similar to that so so the follow-up question then was going to be have you ever ridden a horse and if so do you own any no no definitely two not no's for us no too much no. work i mean we do have stables ex-stables at my parents <laughs> house 
but they're like outbuildings now. And what do you keep in there now? Just like the lawnmower and stuff. <laughs> I think that the old... So the old, the person who used to... So there's a thing there called a manege. Um, maybe that's the follow-up question. Question three. Do you know what a manege is? <laughs> um, Hang on. I hope you're going to explain it because I don't know what yeah, a manege is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a big Is it like flat... a menagerie? No, 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 no. It's a big flat sandy area um, that you ride horses on. Oh, like exercise. a school? Uh, I'd mean? know that. I'd know that as a school. Oh, okay. Well, I guess posh people call it a manage. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? So, what are we saying then? If if you answer yes, yes, to the, the more yeses to the quiz, more the, the more, more yeses. yeses. So, if you, you have are. ridden a horse, if you own a horse, and if you know what a manage is, you are right at the end of the posh spectrum. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap up this part of the quiz with limb number four. If you've ever um, limb number four yeah of in the horse section oh, God. <laughs> um, uh, if you've ever ridden a horse have you ever done it on a hunt no no i've de- no i've definitely I've not been, been on a hunt did go on the countryside alliance march in whenever it was Dear Lord. 1998 or something oh but, my god i mean all the best people did uh fine so horses done because i think so just pausing on the expiration part of this i think that is a pretty classically posh thing isn't it like being a horsey type Yes. And having horses and hunting and whatnot. Yes, but I also know my friends who are kind of horsey types, mm, quote yeah. unquote. Um, some, like, I know plenty of people who absolutely love horses who aren't from a posh background and they maybe keep a horse or they have a share in a horse. I think you can kind of have a share in a horse. Um, or they rent horses yeah. even and look after them and their whole life goes into it and all of their money's tied up in horses. It's it's almost a way of life really rather than a, yeah. a class thing. But I, you're absolutely right. It's, it is usually much more tied with the upper classes. Well, that's very interesting. Mm. Now, you mentioned, and it's a perfect segue to... Area number two in the big sporting quiz, shooting. Shooting. And this first question is a question that you proposed. Question number one, did your school have a shooting team? It did not. (laughs) Unsurprisingly. Did yours, Max? Mine did. Um, (laughs) Funny you should mention that. uh, Am I guessing question two? Yeah, go ahead. If so, were you on the school shooting team? (laughs) I was on the school shooting team, I'll have you know. Uh, an all-around sportsman over here um uh, at prep school and senior school actually hang on they let you handle guns that young yeah sure you gotta you know get, get, get people on it young so limb number three in the shooting section is... i've never been on a quiz where like some like other questions within a category are called limbs uh well this is a very special kind of quiz um have you ever fired a shotgun yes Okay, very good. Well, can you remember what it was? Do you remember what bore it was or what was going on? You look, <laughs> you look so <laughs> Um, I've been clay pigeon shooting. Oh, that's good. I don't know. Is it a 22 bore? Is that a thing? Oh, 20. Yeah. A 20 bore. Maybe it was one of those. I've literally not got a clue. Perfect. Um, that would make sense. 20 I was in Australia on a ranch. Cool. I was a good shot, actually. Yeah. Nice. Bad. So that brings us to the final limb of this section. Ironically, because the uh, creature in question doesn't have four limbs, but have you ever shot a pheasant with a shotgun? No, no. But I have been a beater on a shoot before. Complicit in the crime. Yeah, up in um, up in Yorkshire. 
Okay. Uh, it, I mainly did it for the walk, to be honest, but then my friend kept on noise. making me climb fences and I hadn't... How do people climb fences when they've got barbed wire on, on it? I don't understand. Jump over, pin yeah, it down, not, stick um, your foot in the middle. I'm, I'm tall, but um, not very nimble. There's a, there's a lot of limb <laughs> to, <laughs> to navigate over the fences. So again, let's just say you are somebody that goes shooting and you shoot pheasants mm. and you have a shotgun. That's all generally quite posh, right? Yes, definitely. Royal family, uh, Boxing Day shoot. Uh, again, it's another one of those things that it's almost kind of countryside, not countryside. Plenty of people in the countryside where, you know, yeah. going on a, on a shoot in the autumn, I guess, is a way of life. Well, very early on, we had some unofficial correspondence from a listener who uh, was describing what it's been like for them in the dating world. They come from the same background as me, pretty much went to the same school. But they've said that they've been, uh, they've dated people where even they, and they specifically mentioned going on a shooting party and mm. feeling out of sorts because they weren't posh enough. So it's like if, you know, uh, well, it's, it's relative poshness is what yeah. we explored in episode one. Um, have you ever played croquet? I have. Oh, yeah? I have. Where? At your house. <laughs> oh, but, but no, that, that, this is the follow-up part of the question, you see. So that's interesting. So have, is that the only place you've ever played it? I feel like I've played it once before, but I can't quite remember where. Okay. I think my friend's wedding had it as part of the sort of... That's um, pretty cool. Entertain yourself with a cocktail and a mallet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a ferocious game. So the the follow-up question then is, if so, if you have played it, where have you played it? Yeah. And now you've played it at my house and sort of maybe possibly at a friend's wedding. Yeah. We had a set <laughs> at school out in the um, uh, like lawn, on the front lawn outside our uh, boarding house. But also I've played it at the Hurlingham Club, which is where they host the World Championships of Croquet. I didn't even know there was a World Championships of Croquet. Yeah, and trust me, those croquet lawns are seriously nice. So so I was going to go back to this because you've quite conveniently skipped over the fact that, yes, we've played it at your house, but your family home has a dedicated croquet lawn. See, this is where... It's not just that you've got a set that you stick out <laughs> on Dad's lawn. There's a dedicated area Well, for there is a croquet lawn. Now, let me tell you, this is where this podcast goes full circle because if you remember, we had a few stables, they're now outbuildings, and there was a manege, and that manege has now been converted into the croquet lawn. <laughs> and the poor person yeah. that we bought the house from was mortified. But um, yeah, great little croquet lawn. It's area. nice and level, to be fair. Yeah, it's really level. It's excellent. Um, oh, it'll be, it'll be sort of the right time to play croquet now at home. Oh, we're stuck inside. Lockdown life. Oh, I know, it's harsh. Um, I hope everyone listening is well. And if you're listening, this is some sort of consolation company uh, thing. <laughs> if you want, you know, send us a message or get a shout out, then we're here. here but only do it via the official channels. <laughs> Obviously, come on. <laughs> okay, so this I think is going to be a super interesting one now. Uh, we're going into a slightly new category. A lot of these have been, have you played, have you done? But there are some things that just because of like the way that our school system is set up, sport is still very gendered. Come mm. on, guys, it's 2020, but still. Um, and that means it's not really fair to say, have you played this? But I really want to explore the next big one, which is rugby. Rugby, limb one. Have you ever been to watch a professional rugby game? Yes. Now, I don't think that that makes anyone posh or not. But the big question is, was it Rugby Union or Rugby League? Both. 
Both. Both. Check you out. My transition to middle class. It was part of my induction. Really? What was that? Um, I went to see uh, an Italy-France World Cup match a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, That's good. Yeah. Uh, Union, obviously. Okay. Um, And uh, have been to quite a few league games. So you've been to more league games than Union? Yes. Okay. So for everyone playing along at home... Uh, if you've managed to keep track of the questions, which to be honest would be pretty impressive because it's been a haywire <laughs> quiz. But the the specific question here is, uh, have you been to a game? If so, have you been to more league or union games? Yeah. And if we're saying, you know, that more yeses means you're posher, then if, you're, if you've gone to more league games, that would count as a no, I guess. Yes, oh I think so. But have what, you ever been to a league game? I've never been to a league game. So I'll have to take you when we go when we go home to visit, I would love visit my family. Now, engaging with our listener, whose message we, we started this whole train of thought with, um, I think there is a posh and not posh union and league divide. Mm. And I think it's basically just what you grow up with. And if you grow up like me going to prep schools and you live in the south and stuff where there tends to be more posh people generally that is the thing that you're exposed to is union moving on this was the mystery question first of all do you know what fives is is that the thing that people played at uni like thank you very much for a lovely game of fives (laughs) i knew you were gonna say that that. no 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 it's a sport Oh. Fives. It's also, I think it's more properly known as Eton Fives. We just called it Fives at school. Nope. You ever heard of this? Never heard of it. What <laughs> is it? Basically, it's squash with your hands and you wear these like padded gloves and the palm and fingers part, uh, like the inside is padded and you whack the ball with your hands and it's basically the rules of squash. You play oh, with your hands. Actually, I do know this because at uni, mm. our halls, I think, have a had a fives court really and i never went i never went into them um i was in the i was in the posh halls at uh, university there we go um and yeah so i'm pretty sure we had a fives court i remember somebody explaining to me that it's oh it's a bit like squash and people just used to play squash on them yeah that makes i mean that yeah that would that would work Ah, um so i I never knew that you played it with your hands yeah you play it with your hands so so the follow-up question to this one is if you knew what fives is have you ever played it no well, okay. it's a double yes from me on this one um yeah i played at a, a senior school um did you have fives courts we did have fives courts yeah so as i said it's properly called eton fives i think and i've got a friend who went to eton and he's so funny because he's not obviously posh i think i don't think he has a particularly strong posh accent or anything mm. but every now and then you'll ask him what he's doing on the weekend and he'll be going back to Eton to captain some insane team that's playing some sort of version of rugby but it's kind of played with one arm tied behind your back against a wall and there's like some <laughs> ancient oak tree that you have to run around three times and it's called like whiff waff woggle or something <laughs> there's just there's so many bizarre sort of 500 year old games in Eton that are still a thing um and I think fives sort of ish falls into that category. It's kind of just this weird thing again. If you come from that world that you're exposed to, and if you're not, then huh. you don't. Yeah. Anyway. So fives, have you ever played it or not? And well, do you know what it is? And have you played it? We're coming to the end of the quiz now. I hope you guys have been keeping scores and how you're doing. Um, have you been skiing? Yes, I have. 
I have. Very good. <laughs> uh, a lot more recently than I have, actually. Yeah. Um, but then I thought the interesting follow-up to this one would be where? Um, just France. Oh, uh, right. But, so yeah, but where in France? Morzine and uh, this year we were in Val d'Isere. See, I think that's pretty posh, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's quite posh. I think, and I've only I've only ever been skiing on a ski holiday when I've had a um, private catered chalet as well. This is a, we're we're starting maybe we're considering doing a sort of rival podcast or a theme, which is is Heather actually posh? Yes, <laughs> I think this is a great logic off point. But no, we must stay focused on the quiz. So, have you been uh, skiing? No, no. Uh, yes, I and have. if so, where? Well, Val d'Isere is pretty posh, I would say. I remember when I was younger going skiing in uh, Closters. I think that's pretty good. Where is that? Closters is in Switzerland. It's right. quite like swanky, I think. It's so swanky, I've never heard of it, but uh, <laughs> fine. But on, on the subject of skiing, though, mm. um, going back to the original aim of this podcast, which was posh things that you say. Oh, yeah. I do you actually have a skiing related quote from you Brilliant. from the archives? Would you like me to read this out? Please. I was 13 and on a ski holiday in Switzerland and got given caviar and immediately spat it out. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. God, that was embarrassing. But yeah, so the first time I tried caviar was, as well as it said there, on a skiing, <laughs> skiing holiday, holiday in, in Switzerland, Switzerland when you were 13. In Closters. Um, yeah, God, that was really embarrassing. The, our hosts like brought it out as this really big deal. And I think I just got so overexcited by it that my sort of body couldn't handle it when I actually tasted it. And so I literally just spat it out on the plate. My brother does the same with Brussels sprouts. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, he actually uh, was forced to eat one at Christmas when he was a teenager and um, threw up on his Christmas dinner. See, I think that's the thing. Sometimes you just have weird reactions to stuff. Yeah. It's just, just so happened that my, mine was with caviar. Yeah. Could happen to anyone. <laughs> um, anyway, so that was, that was the sports quiz. Uh, how did you get on? Um, I I didn't keep track. Was I supposed to? <laughs> I don't. No, it's I mean I answered. Guys. I answered no to quite a lot, quite a lot of those. But mm. there's quite a lot of those that I answered yes to. Yeah. And then very quickly to wrap up the sports thing, is it as well that there are certain sports that just require um, that that you know you need a lot of money to do? Like you're not going to get into sailing if you've not got much disposable cash. Mm. You're not going to regularly go shotgun shooting or own or have a stable of horses or have all the frippery and the finery of like the tweeds and the red jackets and all this yeah. stuff um, or space for a croquet lawn. Whereas if you can put down two jumpers on the floor and kick a football, you're, you're sort of sorted. Do we, is that part of it, do you reckon? Mm, that's a, mm, Yeah, I think it has to be. I think rugby is the um, outlier. And we haven't talked about cricket. No, we've not. Cricket's another tricky one. Tr cricket's so interesting because uh, I think it's quite a posh sport, generally considered to be. Um, but then a lot of the great players, if you think about now, the really good players like Ben Stokes have sort of got tattoos all over them and are having fights in bars and clubs and stuff, um, but are an absolute sensation in the game. And Hang you... on, is Ben? Uh, are you trying to insinuate that because he fights in clubs that Ben Stokes is not posh? Uh, partly. I'm just asking because I don't know whether he is posh or not. I know, I obviously, um, Freddie Flintoff was like that. Which, yeah. um, if in order to reference another Desert Island Discs <laughs> in this podcast, um, he talks about being a working class lad in 
um cricket in what's you know quite a posh sport and mm. traveling around the country and how much enjoyment and pleasure he took from walloping these, these posh schools yeah, thumping them yeah absolutely um and he That's absolutely loved it yeah I'd, I'd highly recommend his desert island disc. It's it is really very good. good and he he talks really nicely about like mental health in sport and things yeah it's good but by his own admission he there as where is he from is it lancashire or something yeah um was He's from preston i think felt like a bit of an odd one out yeah um and and yeah, enjoyed okay. being like the slightly other uh, mm-hmm. who would come and just dominate because he was super talented yeah but then he used to get the mickey taken out of him at school for going off and playing, playing a posh sport yeah so yes cricket i think it is i think it is a posh sport i feel like there's there's um, a good anthropological book or phd to be done which is like the history of yeah. um the social classes of different sport it's got to be got to way, be something out there yeah and way above our heads yeah you and me just in our <laughs> in our flat having a chat about it but i hope that you guys found that quiz fun and instructive um and have learned a bit more about perhaps your place in the uh social i was gonna say hierarchy but i feel like that no no that's definitely the wrong way to go um the british class system british surely. class system there we go thank you um Anyway, so that's that was quiz. We will revisit with other exciting and fun quiz, quiz topics. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> we might have to make it a bit more quick fire next time. Uh, but now we're going to seamlessly bounce to yet another one of our segments. Come again. Yes, this is Come Again, the segment where we revisit topics from previous episodes. Recently, we talked about uh, the magic that is the chippy up north <laughs> and chips and gravy. Yeah. So I thought you made a very interesting point that compared chips and gravy to poutine, that famous Canadian I, I dish. Did. Yeah. One of our Canadian listeners has gotten in touch <laughs> and said an ex- a very long, and I have to say, very um, instructive or, or very educational message. Okay. There are actually two messages. The first one simply read... It is not like poutine. <laughs> in case you didn't get that was all in caps. <laughs> and then he explains, and just very quickly as I come again, I thought you and the listeners might like uh, to hear this. He says, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying there's no similarities between the two. That's between cheesy chips and gravy and poutine. Of course, you're working with some of the same fundamental building blocks, But with cheese, chips and gravy, the cheese just melts, right? So really, you get chips and cheesy gravy. Now, I've got nothing against that melange, but chips and cheesy (laughs) gravy is a different offering to cheese, chips and gravy. Poutine uses cheese curd. It should be fresh. (laughs) And you know, because the curd literally squeaks against your teeth. Like halloumi. Like Could you a, recreate it? Perhaps, <laughs> like Lumi. So, darling, I recommend you stay away from poutine recipes. The Canadians hate while. me right now. <laughs> now, it should be fresh, and you know, because the curd literally squeaks against your teeth. And that's critical, because although the pieces soften with the heat, they don't melt. So you still have amazing nuggets of cheese as you work your way through. I've got one message for your friend. Yeah. Which is, you're just doing it wrong, mate. <laughs> this is... Like, I get his point about the meltiness of the of the cheese and the cheese flavored gravy, um, and, and it's a risk. I won't lie, you know. Sure. But sometimes life is about taking risks, 
and you know the sort of lovely melty cheese mm, the cheesy gravy the, no 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 importantly it's not cheesy gravy no. it's melty cheese that's gravy flavored <laughs> it's very different but if he wants to avoid that problem yeah. he just puts the gravy over the chips and adds the cheese on top problem solved that's interesting. You don't have to go as far as to try and source fresh cheese curds. I mean, where do you get them from? So what? So so if if one were to order uh, cheesy chips and gravy, yeah. do you instruct the person to layer it in a certain way? I do, yeah, because I'm really? fussy. Yeah. So you would say, excuse me, mate, can we just get the chips, then gravy, then cheese? If you like it that way, but I like it the other way. Oh, I like okay. it chips, cheese, gravy. But anyway, let's not get into that. Let's instead get into everyone's, or it might not be everyone's, but definitely my favourite segment, Correspondence. Correspondence. So Heather, what have we got this week? So we have some correspondence from our lovely listener, Mel. Hello, Mel. Thank you, Mel. Uh, long-time listener and supporter, Mel describes herself as a... Uh, our number one fan. Oh, uh, In thanks. fact, as a little PS uh, towards the end of her correspondence, she says, listening to your podcast on my one daily walk is really enjoyable and comforting in a way just to hear you guys witter away. <laughs> thanks, Mel. Well, hopefully the quiz was a little more engaging than wittering away. But <laughs> maybe, that's, maybe that's not what the fans want. High ambition. <laughs> so Mel says, Hello, Posh Things, my boyfriend says. Hello. I've just listened to episode four and laughed out loud at your wet peas reference. I've never heard of this, but I loved it. And it strikes me the northern ways that the chippy are so much more resourceful than the south. Mm. Um, agreed. <laughs> I have a question. Is it just my posh boyfriend or is it a posh thing all round? Why are school friends either referred to by their surname only or by their full name? Why won't just their first name suffice? It's a good question, <laughs> It's Mark. a really good question. And a great observation. Um, I, don't, I don't know about the whole full name thing. Are people wandering around being like, hi, John Smith, how are you, John Smith? Maybe uh, not to their face, but you do it all the time with uh, one of your best mates. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you definitely do. When you refer to them, you don't do it to their face necessarily. Uh-huh. But when you refer to them, you either call them by their surname, which is basically their nickname, yeah. or their full name, <laughs> not middle name. <laughs> so I didn't even realise. First and last. Um, yeah, well, short do. answer is, uh, well, yeah, definitely. That's how that's how we do it. Um, I don't know why. I kind of think, I've, I've thought about this before, I kind of think it's actually more personable to only refer to somebody by their surname. It's sort of more intimate. <laughs> well, it's not, not necessarily that, but let's just say... You have a friend called Tom. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know a few Toms. You do. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, this illustrates my point really well, right? So if you just, if you call somebody Tom, they probably share that name with, I don't know, half a dozen other people in your school year at school. But it's very unlikely that more than one other person will share their surname. In fact, on the balance of probabilities, they're going to be the only person with their surname. So if people come up to me and they say, hey, Max, well, that's fine. But normally, like at work or at school, there's more than one Max around. But I'm generally the only person with my surname. No, they st- they still call you by your surname, your your friends. Yeah, I know they, they still do. refer to you as that. Yeah, everyone does, because that's what you like grow up doing. So I don't know where it comes from. I don't know what it is. It is just the way it's done. 
um, at private schools, as far as I can tell. Yeah. Um, certainly the ones I went to. Yeah, you call everyone by their surname. Um, I've never really understood why. That's kind of the rationale I give it, is that actually it's even more personable. Um, mm, I might be wrong. It might be some deep-seated inability to form emotional attachment <laughs> that means there's something objective um, or distant about calling somebody the other surname. But yeah, no, it's, it's a quite, problem. It's quite military as well. Yeah, I guess so. Okay, so based on our large sample size of mm. two, uh, <laughs> your posh boyfriend Mel and my posh boyfriend, um, no, it's not just it's not just your it's posh not, boyfriend that does it. It is a a um, private school thing. Yeah, it's just the way it's done, and probably a half decent hallmark. So you know, mm. if um, if your boyfriend happens to be off going to play croquet with or five <laughs> with his. Um, friends that he calls by his surnames <laughs> then you're on to a winner <laughs> God's sake. so that's all we've got for episode five i that think that's a, enough content for now yeah, isn't it, that was great excellent um did we miss any questions out of the quiz let us know are there other sports that we've not discussed that yeah, we should be we discussing should. absolutely um have i upset all of canada <laughs> will you be allowed will i ever be ever? able to go and visit and go skiing for example because i'd love to go there um please tell me absolutely <laughs> um just before we wrap up as well i just want to shout out a couple of people because on apple podcasts app we're beginning to get some five star reviews Amazing. and we massively appreciate them we actually currently have a 100 percent hit rate on five star reviews but what's really lovely is that it's from two people that we've never actually met yeah that's um, nice uh number one tilly hodgins thanks so much i know that Big she up to tilly and brock tilly and brock who uh launched their podcast very similar time to ours it's called chatting shit um and they're two really really lovely people with a great podcast and to get the review from you was excellent so thanks so much and also Mohammed, who gave us five star review he says i'm only part way through the first episode and love it well we love you for listening so thanks so much that's so um, sweet everyone else if you fancy giving us a five star review on apple Podcasts, that would be very welcome <laughs> but to tilly and Mohammed, thanks you so much i'm so glad you enjoy it and please do keep listening um and if you want to enter the hallowed arena of official correspondence. <laughs> Heather, where can they go? They can email us at poshthingsmyboyfriendsays at gmail.com. Very good. I am in charge of the Twitter sphere. And if you want to tweet <laughs> at us or follow us, then um, it's just at poshthingsmy. And I am in charge of the Instagram sphere. And you can find us at Posh Things My. So, yeah, please, guys, follow us, um, send us messages, keep listening, and thanks very much for listening to this episode, too. Tara! <laughs> Anonymous. The I think, anomaly. I think rugby is the anonymous. What is wrong with me? I've not even had a glass of wine this episode either. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. Rugby is the um, outlier (laughs) 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 to what we've just talked about. And we haven't talked about cricket.